in a vast landscape full of adventurers. You are now listening to the world of Chaotic Amateurs. The next episode is when Paleus says, I am virile. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Chaotic Amateurs, the internet's number one D&D 5e play podcast. I'm your host and DM, Alex. With me, I have... Uh, Dash is Thrakus. Bentley Michaels is Referian Nightmeadow. Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is Ball. And last, we left our adventurers. They had split up one delving into a dungeon, the other remaining at camp. Let's see if they reunite. Let the adventure begin. Nice. Oh, I've been needing that cold drink. Okay. We will start in the dungeon. Uh, so this is Wolf, Arthur, and Scory. You have just completed the puzzles of the dungeon, opened up a secret room with and finding a secret book, plus a whole pile of other books. The prisoner that you were looking for, uh, you were able to detain as well. You were able to just kill them outright, it seems. And you've got two guards up top who have some horses. You've got some horses as well. Uh, what is it that the three of you are doing? I wouldn't mind sifting through some books. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Um, but yeah, yeah, you definitely have uh, some books available there to you. Um, taking a look, there's. It's not a bunch of books from one place or one time period. These are books from all over the continents, all over time. Um, that's right. You said that there was some about troop stuff and dated back a long time ago. Long time ago. There's a lot of kind of like bound love letters, like notes mm. that, um, you know, they're sealed. You can open them up. They were never opened. Um, Who are they? No, I I want to play matchmaker. Can, can I get those? And I want to see who they're addressed to before yeah. I just recklessly open them. Uh, you find a bundle, um, it's probably about seven, uh, that is addressed to, uh, the Princess of Javiel. Princess of Javiel? Yeah. Hey, hey guys, uh, does this name sound familiar at all? Do, do any of you know the Princess of Javiel? Neither of them would, would know the name. Oh, my mother always told me that these made it to her. And here they are. <laughs> Dang it all. Uh, cool. Uh, I, I'll pocket those. Okay. Um, I, I won't open them yet. But Okay. Uh, Wolf and Arthur? Um, I'm kind of of the mind, like, if we got this guy, I, I wouldn't mind... A, checking his pockets, making sure we got everything from him, but also maybe some sort of token or trophy 
so that we can show Gordon like we got him, but he didn't mm-hmm. make it. Sure. Yeah. Um, he's he's got kind of a uh, like a metal emblem stitched to the inside of his coat. Um, that's you know something that would be recognizable. Sure. Yeah. I go ahead and take that, and then I just okay. make sure that anything that might have belonged to the camp belonged to the wagon, etc. Gotcha. It looks like most of that stuff was taken off of them. It was just their personal effects. Um, uh, a number of daggers were hidden on their body. Um, so there's at least five plain daggers, and it looks like they were using a rather interesting dagger. Um, one that was crafted a little uh, more finely than the others. Interesting Kinda. how. Should I take um, it? It's, it's got some design work on the hilt. Um kind of like uh, odd vines is what it looks like. I take it. Okay. Um, but then, yeah, beyond that, you know, they, they had taken anything of value. Um, they just were not able to grab what the uh, uh, this creature was able to hide. Perfect. Um, it's, can, can I do a scan of the room to see if there's any hidden places? Yeah, give me an investigation check. Cool. Because, yeah, we, kind of what happened was was before you were, were taking a look in this room and the imp noticed the uh, little skeleton man was, was following yeah. you guys. Uh, 16. 16? You notice the pile of the books, the pile of books. You notice the um, desk with the uh, where, where you found that journal that was in Sylvan. Um, you notice in the ceiling... There's an odd kind of carved out section um, that's maybe like two feet by two feet. And as you kind of look up, it only goes up maybe four feet. Um, As you you kind of peek in there, like a book drops from it and lands in the pile. uh, Okay. I I burn it. I burn it. I burn all the books. Burn uh, every book. Get, yeah, if you got a way to start a fire, uh, easy enough to light these aflame. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't burn the books. Can <laughs> I? Can I take a look at it though? The book that fell. Yeah, the book that fell. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You gonna catch it as Corey's taking a look, um, and and you grab it, and it is a collection of short stories. Um, cool. This is. <laughs> Like this is something that you, you soldiers you would have known would have like had with them when they take out out to battle like a childhood memento. I'm gonna open it up and there's like a a note scrawled on the front page. Um, it just looks like it was a gift from one person to another. It's just a like it just details yeah. that on the front page. All right. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I burn it. No. Um. I'll uh, I'll go ahead and I'll I'll, I'll pocket it. Okay. Um, yeah, it'll, it'll be like I'm sure it'll be some kind of useful on on the road on our travels, you know, something like that. Rather have it than not have it. I'm sure it'll keep the the dumb dumb wolf entertained at some point. Um, uh, anything else in this room other than just like a bunch of boring books? That's what it seems like. It looks like it's kind of a books book depository. Uh, that crevice in the ceiling mm-hmm. is it, it? It's just this like indentation it doesn't look like there's some kind of like passageway up there or anything no you kind of climb up on the books and you feel around and there's nothing it's just no like secret magical godlike weapon 
No secret magical godlike weapon. Oh, gosh, there never is. Never, I, it's it's tough. Yeah, game is broken. <laughs> <laughs> this game's broken. Okay, well then, I mean, Wolf's satisfied. He's he's ready to to move on out. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think Arthur, after maybe giving some generalized downtime consideration to scanning everything and getting the knife and all that. Yeah, you know. yeah you, you guys seem to do a, a thorough job of investigating this place. Uh, and you head up to the entrance of the cave. Remember, it's this calcified uh, tree um, in the side of a hill. You've got the two guards up there. You know, they're just kind of, you know, kicking their feet, waiting. Um, you're able to get your horses and, and head back to... Uh, excuse me. Head can back I, to uh, yeah. Can I ahead. jot down any of that rune work that was on the entrance? Um, in intentionally, I'm I'm planning on giving it to Riff. Yeah, you um, can make some like Riff like seems... Riff is up before make some little etchings of yeah. the, the rune work. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, absolutely. You can go ahead and write that down. Do but yeah, you are you are able to kind of backtrace backtrack your your path, um, getting to. Uh, g- coming back to the camp where you uh, have have the the robot and the tents and and all of that going on. Um, as you are headed back, I'd say uh, Riff and Ball. This is probably an hour after we ended last session. If they just to kind of keep keep everything in the timeline there, um, and for you guys, probably about I would say three or four hours since you split up initially. Um, but yeah, you kind of, you get back to camp, um, looks like, uh, your carts are kind of getting ready to go. Um, one of them is left already. The one that had the prisoners looks like that one's left already. There's the campsite for the soldiers. Um, they're getting like a soup ready. Um, and then there's like a big pile of sand kind of in the central area, kind of like, like ramped up in an odd kind of shape. Um, but yeah, you guys are back in camp. Cool. Uh, if we do have an hour of downtime, I want to check in with Shane and see if I got anything, any messages from the college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do, do last message was mostly asking about how they feel about like uh, sharing aura uh, since I can make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also informing them about uh, my time going to the wastes and assisting uh, Tiernan. Okay, gotcha. You you want to kind of like submit a report? I already um, did what you- that. I'm waiting to hear back. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, you you receive back a message uh, kind of in, in that time. Um, work with Tiernan. Whatever they need within reason should be given. Um, the relationship between Usama and Holbrook should be priority. Seems like they are very interested in at least maintaining some diplomatic relationship. And, and the amount of aura that you're able to give them isn't something that they're terribly concerned about. Exactly what I need you to do. Thank you. Cool. Um, but yeah, you guys are back in the, back in the camp. Uh, the soldiers kind of uh, you know, get you to the where they're having some food and uh, start pouring bowls of soup. Uh, Riff, or 
I guess I would approach Riff and say, uh, so we encountered a, a cave, a cave under a tree, and there was some weird writing on the outside. Looks like it kind of matches up with some of the other stuff we've seen. So I copied it down, thought maybe you could compare it with your notes and get a bigger picture on on what these runes mean. And then I would just give you the the writing, the tracings. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll file those away in my little my book of all the other drawings just because I'm not a uh, not in learning mode right now I'm still uh, a I'm hungry B still kind of in shock mm-hmm. and uh, trying to like get my head around everything and also uh, yeah I mean I'm just I'm kind of weirded out based off of everything that's yeah. happened and can I tell Actually, yeah, if uh, if the three that are coming back, if you guys want to make an insight or a perception check. Yeah, uh, go right yeah. ahead. Absolutely. Well, I got a five. Oh. What kind of check? Perception. perception. I got I got an 18 perception. Or, 18 yeah, perception. insight. Insight check, sorry. Insight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 11. <laughs> and what kind of check? Insight. Insight? Um. I would say I would say with that, yeah, you know, you know, Riff looks a little distracted. Hmm. I would say that's probably what you pick up on that with an eighteen. Um, well, if I'd say that, yeah, something's not. I mean, something didn't go wrong, but but there, it looks like they're contemplative. I would say, it, it, and, and Bentley Riff, let me know if I'm I'm off on that. Does the does the the robot look different? Yeah, you you look yeah. back at where the where the robot would be, um, <laughs> and it's not there. Well, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see, kind of like some deep gouges where it was, and where that sand pile is. Like the the indentation of it was there is it, kind of there. Um, but yeah, no, you don't you don't see uh, the robot. Yeah, I wanna I wanna ask uh, Riff and um, Ball, uh, where'd that go? Oh, it's a hilarious story. Uh, so, uh, Julia, our old pal, um, not our old pal, not uh, so much a pal. Well, and, and you, you, you facilitate. You started all this. So, so nuts and bolts over here goes over to to bigger nuts and bolts and takes his Carlo Rossi jug of of crazy liquid, pours it right in the middle of the robot. It starts to wake up. That the sand, the, the little sand thing, the boulder that was like a ramp so we could get the bouncing boulder off of it. And then Julia, like a mad scientist, she's got like one of the UFO things that we got, only she's like, she's tinkered, tailored, paraded it. And she's now in, con- she's the head of the robot. And then just, she, and then she, it detached and, and then she was like, see ya. And then she like, playing her magic out of here. So what did the soldiers, how did the soldiers respond? Mm, the well. captain, you know, kind of eavesdropping a bit, you know, on the story comes up and says, hey, well, we did everything we could to try and keep that robot uh, uh, tied down. But it was, it all happened so quick. And, and I got to tell you, that Julia, just not what she seemed like. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know who put her on in charge of this mission, but you know, uh, somebody's ass is going to be had because of it. So, uh, 
you know, we're just packing up now. Um, Julie is the one that really messed everything up. Uh, did you guys uh, find? Yeah. Did you guys find the little one, the, the bones or whatever? <laughs> uh, we did, and, and now, and promptly, um, the wolf slain him. Oh, did he get to use his cool new axe and stuff? That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, he did, and it was rather cool. Bush, a lot, and all that came down. And before I had a chance to be like, no, Wolf, don't murder him in cold blood. He he did. He murdered him. I don't Was it in cold blood? I don't know. One ah. could say that maybe I desired him to be dead. Maybe you could say that I was trying to uphold the law of Usama. Um, so what you're saying way, is you got your wish. All right, cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm conflicted about it, but yeah. <laughs> you, you seem real conflicted. <laughs> He's smiling really big. <laughs> um, and then I I flip to to riff the insignia that was inside of his jacket. I flip it like a big old coin, like I'm a cool guy. Oh, you cool guy in me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You kind of grab the little the little insignia, um, and it's this. You, you see these deep roots on a tree that kind of come up and then these dead branches on the tree uh, coming up as well hmm. with kind of like an oval indentation on the sides. Um, it looks familiar. Uh, this is very similar to your family's crest, except instead of bare top, it is full of leaves. Um, you kind of check one of your books and you see one of your family books. It has full of leaves but then deep roots interesting 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 it's just like see look mr zaffers is just like this one now he also had your uncle's writings on his person which really? um wait did i make that up <laughs> his journal the, the yeah the, he wanted the journal um oh and alphonse told you not to give it to him uh, he wanted your uncle's writings for some reason. So, gosh, the different branches wanted your family's books and all that. Maybe you're a night meadow and he's a day meadow. Riff turns around and goes, sticks her head in the hot soup. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being serious, Riff. Like, maybe they like the anti night meadow, you know? Oh, you weren't being punny. Okay. Okay. I mean, I was, but like trying to be serious. <laughs> Like, deliver a message with a nice joke, you know? You can only use the languages you know. I mean, exactly. I mean, a giant robot is gone, and it could come back and murder us all at any point. So, like, let's yeah, lighten the load true. a bit, you know? Yeah, that's true. So, all right. I'll have to, I'm uh, going to have to do, Riff uh, is going to, like, unless someone talks to her, is going to kind of sit down and try to start to, like, cross catalog and figure out this this whole thing as far as, like, yeah. the, the the badge and all that sort of stuff put it together mm-hmm. yep. uh, now Mr. Ball what do you think is the likelihood of a giant robot coming back and murdering us all um, is this a problem that Julia has a giant robot now I don't think it's necessarily going to be an issue for us uh, she didn't seem to have any ill will towards our body but uh, yeah, definitely a giant robot going through space mm. <laughs> could be she, an issue for many people. She definitely seems to be opportunistic. I think the only reason why she was willing to help us escape the hold was because we helped her 
get her tools to do it. It seems to be a similar situation here. I feel like I've learned a valuable lesson uh, from her. <laughs> I appreciate Not it. to trust her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it appears we should hunt her down and kill her then. <laughs> Finally, a good hunt. <laughs> well, I mean, we could always... Also, we got to report back to uh, old... What's his name? The crazy scientist guy. Tiernan? Yeah, we got his yeah. findings. And then, I mean, we can tell... I mean, we can kind of maybe feel it out. Maybe be like, hey, be on the lookout for a large Warforge controlled by a plane-jumping crazy lady inside of a UFO head. You know, could you tell... Classic stuff. <laughs> uh, could you tell what the capabilities of this robot were? Like, was it used as a weapon, as, as a defense, uh, transport? No, it seemed, I, it yeah, seemed very like, strong, for sure. Well, yeah, definitely. It's like it was like a big Mr. Ball, basically. But she was she was out of here pretty quick once she got that UFO thing like attached to to the top, and she's like, you know, she's like, I'll form the head, and then like she just zoop. bye bye. Wow. Hmm. She yeah, didn't even say she didn't had say anything here. cool as she disappeared. That that's that's what infuriates me the most. <laughs> That's a big no-no in the giant robot community. <laughs> so, uh, do we need to build our own robot to battle her robot? Because we've got a head already. Apparently, should we make Mister Ball extra big? We just cast enlarge on him a whole bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's we should probably like. Team. I don't know. I think we go back and give give up the stuff that we were set out on our mission to do. Mm. Inform. What's his name again? Tyrannin? Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. Informed Tiernan of the fact that I mean she didn't it's not like she like attacked us, but also it's not like she was like, Hey, you know, let's let me help you on your quest or something with my new giant robot. She I she definitely have, stole something that we were interested in investigating. So Yeah. And How Usama a, wasn't interested in investigating. How good of a scientist is he if he can't even get any of his war force work, but Julia can get one giant one to work in well, like a day. How much of that that silver uh, liquid did you use, and what was the reaction from that? About a Carlo Rossi size. Oh right, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know like, this really well. It was like half of a Carlo Rossi. I thought okay, it's like halfway through it, like it started working or whatever, right? Mm. Yeah, I think a quarter of the Carlo Rossi is in the R spaceship, and then probably the other. And what what happened 20. to it when you did that? Came alive. Uh, Julia it did the off. same thing. It did the same thing that uh, happened to uh, Chain there. Uh, it seemed to repair its innards uh, wow. with the, the silvery liquid, and uh, yeah, it, it came back. I I attempted to speak with it, uh, and Riff attempted to speak with it, but uh, nothing upstairs. It didn't quite, quite work. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was like kind of like running like on uh, like an auto function because it like started to do something with its hand and then it started to do and it like you know it's it's like it started to like boot back up but then like boom she gets on top and like and it like it all like started to attach and stuff and then she could control it and then see ya. Jeez. If I wasn't and, so worried about it, I would say it was really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's was there like a a spot to pour this stuff in? And it actually, maybe that's a question for the DM. The UFO that we snagged, was there like an actual like tank 
reserve kind of hopper thing for us to put the stuff in or do we just dump it on the thing and it works um what you did for that one is moved the the ufo into that spot with the kind of three Mm -hmm. uh spikes oh that's right and And it combined it it looked like that site was kind of like a refueling site okay so you needed that site to get it back it's it's still stored inside of it Mm -hmm. so you still have it in there um but yeah, it was that. That's what you got from that. And as for the robot, I think Mister Ball just like dumped it in its chest cavity, basically. Wasn't what happened to the boulder? I'm kind of the boulder is saddened. You, you see the you see the boulder off <laughs> off to the side. Um, looks like it got kind of th- thrown about. During it's not the, it's uh, not bouncing. It, it, it rolled off into a place where it wasn't going to hurt anyone. Okay, yeah. I do sort of feel like you know maybe. This all could have been avoided had we simply gone here before the Tower of Chaos. Uh, now, I'm not saying that any one single member of our adventuring party is correct. Uh, I don't think I can make that leap. Uh, however, I do regret not visiting it sooner. I hand out t-shirts to everyone and said, I, I already had these made that said Scory's right. <laughs> Y'all have to wear it. This will come in handy in the future, I imagine, <laughs> but not now. <laughs> okay, well, I, I'm, I'm I survived I'm the with... bouncing boulder in the race. <laughs> All I got was this stupid T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I'm cool with going back to Tiernan if you guys are. What do you What do you all think? Yeah, I mean that's kind of all we can do, really. Yes, let's do that. Yeah, we don't know where Julia went, so. Yeah, yeah. You guys uh, begin packing up. Um, the stuff that you you know your your, your guys's camp. You've got your horses back for for both of your carts. Um, there was still there was some of the some of the mechanical stuff that Julia had on her UFO got knocked off. Ball, I assume that you you grabbed that stuff and stored it away. Sure. Yeah, put it with the rest of the uh, yeah. components and stuff. Um trying to think beyond that if there was anything interesting the we talked a little bit about this on the metagame minute but there was a little bit of odd moss growing on that boulder um mm. oh yeah Can i take some yeah if 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 they relayed that to me or if i could see it i would probably gather a sample you would. um yeah yeah i'll i'll, I'll kind of go over that too just just to kind of give you the the explanation of what was going on um the boulder, it seems, was had had an odd growth of moss on it, and that was what was powering kind of a some system inside of the robot, uh, and that was what was causing it to kind of raise up and then fall back down once that power was depleted. Uh, taking a look, Ball and, and Riff were able to kind of ascertain that well. Was bit. it is it the same moss that we saw in the tower? There was it's, grass it's and there was moss. Yeah, there was there was grass and there was an algae. This is an odd uh, odd moss that might grow in like a craggy boulder. Okay. Well, I'd, I'd like to take stuff. a pinch or something and Easy roll it up to do and smoke it. It seems like if I'm not mistaken, a robot. It wet. <laughs> but it's it's hard, you have to try it. Pipe filler. Got <laughs> a pipe. We could try, it, baby. <laughs> maybe maybe down the road. If I'm not mistaken, though, it seems like these, uh, these Warforge, I guess, power themselves off of 
things that are living. Hmm. So this moss was powering this creature, or this uh, giant robot, and the wastes is void of life. Perhaps the mages used the Warforge to scour the life from the wastes to power them. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and that that kind of agrees with the whole mechanisms in the Tower of Chaos, how that all stuff was powered with the grass and the algae and all that. Mm. Mm. So much to mm. ponder. What if we did it on the road? Yeah, let's. Oh, I yeah, you guys we have you've got your uh, cart set up and you're headed to the uh, Nine Towers outpost, the yeah. outpost of Susima. Um, just a few hours away, uh, you guys kind of push the push the night when you first got here to camp here. So um, you you end up there. Uh, Can I do a rest on the way? Good evening. Um, definitely a short rest if you'd like to Cut. take one. Yeah. Um, full rest uh, if you want to take it would be later tonight. Um, but yeah, you're able to get to the outpost. Uh, it's not quite as busy as you remember it being. Um, there was a lot of people coming in with supplies when you were first here. Uh, looks like most of those have been brought in. Um, there's people working on the towers and stuff. Uh, you're able to get through the front gates easily enough. If you want to head to Tiernan's or anywhere else, that is up to you. Just to remind you, the there's kind of a um, embassy located here in a magical circle. That's where diplomats are. There's the war camp uh, with a general there. And then a collection of blacksmiths and toolmakers uh, that have a camp kind of to the north. And uh, if you remember, there's one of the mages being held over an open portal um, as a kind of trophy for this place. That's kind of is central to the. Um, what about the other prisoners that we had? <clears throat> we still have all of them, except for uh, the skeleton. <laughs> right, they, except for the skeleton. They left, but when when kind of the whole ro- big robot fight was happening, they booked it. They oh. they didn't want to have any part oh. of that. They were already a little stressed. And so they they just left. They made um, uh, they made alliances with the uh, with the guards that we rescued, and they all took off in the same cart. <laughs> mm, okay. So um, the guards that we had, like they they took them away, or they freed them. They 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 seemed to sort of work in tandem together to get out of the big robot way, and then they took off on the same cart uh, together. As God, I killed a skeleton for a lot less. <laughs> Wish I would have known this. We could have delayed this coming back to Tiernan by like five or six episodes. <laughs> That's why we told you when we got here. <laughs> Did we have Man, another part? You... Yeah, weird. They left. How'd you guys screw up so much? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, you guys let like everything, our, the worst possible things happen. Our fucking little. Did you guys just episodes. stand there and watch? Like, did you guys even try? Would were you mean? Were you guys aware of anything happening? You literally just like pour the bottle and you just stood back. Like, that's so. How useless were you guys? Oh my gosh. I'm beginning to think that we were the. Do you even have there. character stats? Like, <laughs> how'd you somehow manage to let all the worst things happen and literally try absolutely nothing? Well, it makes no sense to me. I did try a bunch of stuff. Um, but and it was mainly, it was mainly Mr. Ball went like, I'm going to do this. He tried to steal my backpack too. And, uh, he, he tried to steal your backpack. Yeah, because I wouldn't give him something wow. out of it, so he tried to. Infighting, even. 
Jeez, we were like a solid unit in that cave murdering that guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh and then it's I like was... it's like Wolf says, murder always brings everyone together. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy when you have a singular focus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We put I, the uh, laughter back in slaughter. I uh I, I tried to like I tried to get into the UFO and I was gonna like my UFO versus her UFO, but before I could do that, she took off and she just disappeared. So it was like Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the only great, thing that could be better to it, it's a great episode. Go check it out. <laughs> the only thing that could be better is if we get back to the chateau and her first pit stop was to just like kick it over. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Hey, so, look, Riff yeah. is not disagreeing with you. She feels the exact same way. <laughs> That's why she was just kind of sitting there waiting for you guys when you came back. She's like, hey, Danny, who we should probably yeah. get going. <laughs> We got a bundle of love letters and a dead skeleton. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you murdered a skeleton and you got some books. It's not like you guys did a whole much better. Than really. We didn't lose, though. We didn't lose. <laughs> Technically, we didn't fight, so we didn't lose either. She just she she was afraid of my chucks and she took off. That's what it was. That's what Rick tells herself. It. I can believe it. I'll, uh, I, I definitely want to go talk to Tiernan and I want to show him like all of like the, all the rubbings and the etchings and the different stuff and, you know, regale him of our, of our adventure in the tower or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are making yeah. your way over to Tiernan's, um, uh, workshop. Uh, you see the uh, ballistas up top, just kind of track your movement, but don't fire. Um, it seems they're safe now. Uh, but yeah, you get to the, you get to the shop, you park the, uh, Horse and carriages there. Um, you've got Gallandale and Crag are, you know, just keeping an eye on those things. And the uh, outpost is open to you. Is everyone going in? Sure. Okay. I yeah. mean, I am. I'm, I don't speak for everyone, but. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, yeah, everyone uh, heads on in. You see inside the first room is kind of this this room piled with books and beakers and notes and all these odd bits and pieces you see those three books on aura are on one of the tables kind of open with some notes on them you get into the second room where you hear he's kind of doing some work um and as you kind of come in he uh you hear him kind of drop some tools and come out of like a third room when she was in um so now you're in that that second that secondary workshop that you were talking with him before the you see on the side of the wall where he had one of those warp forged arms um where he had kind of that janky aura that he was using looks like he's tried some new experiments he's got some odd device and you see that arm is articulating now it's it's moving which it wasn't before um terminator 2 yeah, there's a bunch of different Warforged parts here, uh, and then on the on the table you see a number of of pieces, um, you know, where he's trying to build, looking to build like a complete Warforged. Uh, he was missing, I think, a chest component and a in a full head. Um, and as he kind of comes out, he's like, "Ah, ah, look, it's the uh, the uh, the wolf boss." The what? The wolf balls. That's us. Wolf balls. Yes, I remember each and every one of you. What? Uh, what? Uh, what's going on today? What's happening? Well, we completed our you mission know. for you. <clears throat> yeah, we're back from the tower. Oh, good. Fantastic. And you were going to get some parts for me. You have these parts? 
Yeah, thank you. I reach into my bag of holding and I pull out two cores. Oh, very good, my good man. He grabs one and grabs the other. It's like, I wonder if I could put two in. Ah, that'd be a lot of design work. And he kind of sets one aside and sets the other one on the on the table next to the uh, Warforged he has uh, going on there at the table. He says, I'm going to jump well, on the table and like pull out my books as he's doing stuff. Just so mm-hmm. like, and then be like, look, these are all the etchings from like, we went to a couple different towers and stuff like that. Look at all this cool stuff. And look, this one, actually, this is upside down. I had it wrong. And, and, but that, isn't this awesome? Oh, if that one's wrong, then I have my entire alphabet wrong. Hold on. And he kind of has one of his books with some of the notes on. He just flips the entire book upside down. Yeah. It's like, ah, yes, that does make sense. I know. It's crazy. Huh. Backwards. Uh, and then uh, I, I'd like to present the, the skull of, uh, I forgot his name. Florian? Hello? Florian. There we go. I even named him. I'm such an idiot. Uh, <laughs> the skull of Florian, and uh, I'd like to ask uh, Tiernan if he could make him a body. Um, oh, of course. It's a I would, nice I would like skull. To, uh, cool. Yeah, in a little more detail, Wolf. We well, we found the skull. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh, you, you have found to it. Oh, I see. Oh, well, that's very good. It, it, it contains the spirit of of a of a being, and uh, it's, oh, he's very I much see. alive. Yes. They so I'd like to give him to you. Yes. This is an like to make him or you want to honor honor there. Look, perhaps you have like a glass or... of water. We can just show you what happens here. No, no, it has to be a special kind of uh, liquid. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Now I want to pour the a little bit of the thing on <clears throat> the skull. Yeah, you've got a little bit of liquid from the t- from the tower. He's got like some pans and stuff. You can kind of collect it in. You've got like it's about foot wide pan that you kind of pour and set the skull into. And you see it kind of like raises up, and the, but it's just like a bust. It's only got enough water for just like the shoulders and and head. And Florian just kind of apparates, has that odd kind of spectral watery form and looks at Tiernan and says I am uh, very much alive in a way still. I believe they are looking to make me a body. I hope that won't be any trouble for you. And if it is, please, I don't want to be a bother. And Tiernan is just kind of like head cocked, odd, you know, scribbling notes as he's talking. He says, oh, this is very interesting. Yes, yes, no, we can make a body. See, it only works with this water. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, we can we can do that. We can have some sort of aquatic suit, and and um, it, it probably has a, it can move itself, and we'll just have some, some bits and pieces in there to, to kind of help with that. Um, uh, Mr. Florian, are, are you a magic practitioner, a, a warrior, or a, it, oh, I'm, um, magic he's, practitioner, yeah. He's really believe, old. He's like 800 years old or something. I can do some things if I'm able to manipulate my hands and manipulate small tools. Um, if I have some dexterity, then that would be helpful. He says, all right, all right, we can get this working then. Do you prefer to be tall or short? He says, whatever works, but 
I was pretty tall when I was alive. Was, ah, don't worry. We'll make we'll give you a, a nice tall stature, but not taller than you. Um, yeah, no, not taller than me. No one can be taller than me. Or a big boy, <laughs> don't you worry. Um, and yeah, he starts kind of furiously writing notes about that, and he's got like two projects he's now ready to work on. Hey, Tiernan, I got a question. Ah, yes, uh, yes. Is there an enchanter somewhere in this uh, out here? Hmm. Well, it depends on what you need enchanted. I can do small things, but my table is kind of full at the moment. I've got mm-hmm. <laughs> two of these bodies. Um, you may be able to find somebody over in the blacksmith section, but they have uh, subpar enchantments. Mm. Uh, your best bet would be somewhere in the embassy, but getting in there is rather difficult. How how, how do I get in there? How do I get in there? I well, could, you, I could you just like, need walk a, through the uh, shadows? Well, no, it's fairly brightly lit most of the time. It's the uh, only place that has green grass. Um, you would need a uh, summons from the king or a noble. And I slowly look over at Arthur. <laughs> we well, all do. Yes, yeah. Raphael, and I summon you <laughs> to the embassy of Usama. Wow, that was easy, wasn't it? You're, you're, you're a noble. I like to think I am a noble. Yeah. I do have a landed uh, title um, in the kingdom of Usma. Oh. And uh, yeah, I believe I have like the authority to like collect taxes and what have you on my lands. Um, you see, he kind of like, state. he like closes some of the notebooks he has and like puts a sheet over <laughs> some like valuable looking things. He says, oh, I see. Um, well, that's good to know. Um, yes, I, if, if your friend here he can s- summon the proper paperwork. Uh, Look, I'm, a, there. I'm one of the good nobles, all right? You know what I'm saying? I, I do believe that the, the the workers should own the means of production, like, you know? I'm not one of those other nobles. That... You're a union guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Tiernan, can I talk to you, like, in private real quick? Um, yes, um... Cause here, step I, I with wanna... me, come here, come with me. Uh, yeah, I, I want to... I and I'm going to take you into that that third room where he was working in before. You see, like a big slab. There's a big old sheet across that, and then a bunch of other mechanical pieces in there as well. Some these are like finer pieces in this workshop. All right, I'm going to throw up. Um, no, that's not what I wanted. Uh, oh, um, silence around us. Okay, uh, he's casting just, it on the two of you. Yeah, it. it uh, can twenty foot radius sphere center on point. So like so like even though we're in a different room, I just don't want other people listening. Okay. Uh, I, just because like I do, just because I want I, I just like I want like to I want it to be secret like what I'm talking with him about. I'm just I'm just trying to figure out where what area you're trying to silence. Are you trying to silence? I'll like point right where down the, the two floor. Of you are. Yeah, I'll point like so right that, down so that the you floor. the two of you wouldn't be able to talk to each other. Oh, okay. Well then, because you'd be silent. Never mind then. I misunderstood how that thing worked. Gotcha. Well then, uh, I'll just I'll just do uh, I'll just do my mind talk with him then. So I'm just like, okay, there you go. So we go into another room and then I give him the look and then uh, and <laughs> yeah. I go, okay. So here's the thing that I want to do and I can I can give you some money for it. Okay. See this cool backpack that I have and I just kind of like swing it around like you see like the little arms kind of like move and like it comes over and kind of crawls around me to the front and I open it up and I'm like, see, it's got eight. Yeah, different- yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's got eight different sections. See, each is like a little little 10 foot thing, right? It's own mm-hmm. little bag. So what I want to oh, do yeah. is I want to take one of the sections 
and I want you to make it a bag of devouring. Ah, I see, I see. Yeah, no, we can get that to work. Cool. How much money? Well, I mean, I, I'm gonna, I'm going to do it after I, I work on these, these warforged and your friend there. Um, unless you want to do up it, that would be a hefty sum. Like two hundred gold. <laughs> um, it's going to be about fifteen hundred gold. Mm. Uh, to do it. Uh, to up my timetable. I mean, I would need a. Gold's not going to do it. I would need a favor from one of the king's advisors. <laughs> That's the only thing that <laughs> would be worth it to me to oh, okay. decelerate my research. You know nobody else that can do it? In Usma proper, there's quite a few enchanters I could recommend, but out here in the All wastes, right. uh, there's probably about three of us. Okay. All right. Well... I don't know. I guess we'll get to it when we get to it. That's everything. Uh, and then I just turn around and walk right. out. You just kind of see he sits in there for a bit. The rest of you, you see Riff come back in. Um, we could make a deal. Anyway. All right. What are we doing? Uh, I, I, I want to ask um, Tiernan a couple questions. Ah, yes. Um, first of all, have you seen water like this with these properties? Um... Well, that's a good question. What water are we using? There's a the, few different waters. <laughs> so uh, I I got my water skin filled with whatever it was in the Tower of Chaos. It was in the in the Tower of Chaos. That yeah. should be that silvery stuff. Yeah. Um, I know you got a big keg of the stuff that was from outside. Uh, from mm-hmm. the rain. It was raining. Mm-hmm. Um, that so work. So specifically the silvery stuff that seems to power UFOs and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you, you kind of show him some of that stuff. And he goes, hmm, an interesting substance for sure. Um, but no, I haven't seen this before. Hmm. Yeah, I could study it for you. Um, I'd like to keep my sample on me, but I don't know. Um, do you have enough, Mr. Ball, to... to prog- um, Add progress to science here. Uh, I look at the rest of the group. I'm like, uh, I'm not sure what exactly we want to share with him. <laughs> and I kind of trail off. <laughs> uh, Scory kind of pulls his. Oh, now you're being stingy like, with yikes. the liquid, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not a big freaking um, robot around. Yeah, Tyrion's working on both of these these robots. Uh, you've got yeah. Crag that kind of brought in that barrel of liquid to be used with Florian. Okay, um, so he's he's distracted. Okay, well, um, only the, popping up to answer questions when you guys are. are yeah, the, the only other thing that I I want to bring up is uh, we we encountered something similar to a Warforge, but much 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 larger. And somebody by the name of Julia seemed to commandeer it and disappear. God, that damn Julia, yeah, yeah. I was wondering she... if you knew her. Oh, I know her. I know her. Fresh on the scene. Think she's the cream <laughs> of the crop. I was the one that should have been looking at that giant robot. Wait, what happened with that? Wait, so you know of the giant robots? Well, yes, they came and asked me questions about it to see if I wanted to research it. But she usurped me somehow, and she was the one sent to research it. 
But well, obviously, I should have. Look at my workshop. <laughs> it's hers now, apparently. Well, it is well, rather yeah. surprising that you've been working on all this here and not been able to get any of it to start. But she's fresh on the scene and hops into a giant robot and drives it away. Drives it away? Mm-hmm. I'll, yeah. I'll take this. Fr- um, so she had like some sort of like a uh, shiny machine. We'll call it a UFO. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, Mr. Scory, that's it. What? And, uh, and then she like, she modified it and there was no head. And so then she put it on the head and she was controlling it with the thing. And then she teleported out of there with it. I mean, if it wasn't my <laughs> fault, it would have been really cool. Ah, I see. My suspicions were true. She was a devious traitor to the Empire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll <laughs> have them think twice when they pass over Professor Tiernan. Hmm. Totally. Yes. Well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they might think twice because, again, she got it running <laughs> and... Well, she got it running and then it ran right out of here. <laughs> Good one. Hey, Good one, Tierney. If I ever find out where she's gone, would you all go get her? I, that sounds like fun to me. I mean, trade it to the kingdom and all. Uh, we'd we'd oh, consider it. I'm sure there'd be a big bounty involved, yes. Oh. Um, I have my means. I'll set, I'll set down this path, <laughs> finding a traitor. And stealing her giant robot for my own research. Hmm. What if I want to steal it? That's what I would be uh, asking for you to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. And we get to kick some butt along the way, probably too. I would imagine mini butts would be kicked. Yes. <laughs> is she is she working by herself, or is she serving some other shadowy organization? I don't know. She she wasn't part of of any. Arcane circles I knew of mm. he came in out of nowhere about a month ago. Um, well, we spent some, some time with her. Recommendations, but yeah, we spent some time with her in the hold, and uh, she was it actually helped us to to escape. But um, that was the last we saw until this whole fiasco. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Do you know? Do you know of an island that um, that she may? frequent and i try to describe the one that we wound up on the well when we were teleported I, with the yeah, planning skulls yeah that's right um i know that she was focused on teleportation and planar magics i would imagine someone of her caliber her skill level would would probably have a few safe houses uh, out there in the world if you could find this this island, she may have all she may have gone back there. Hmm. Um, but uh, I would imagine she's probably trying to find some place that would have tools necessary to complete the work that she was doing on this giant robot. So how do, you you mentioned her her fascination with planar magic and all that stuff? She what, is quite good. What is your expertise? Well, why uh, my expertise yeah. is machines. Okay. And the machine, the, the, the machinery of magic, the small and large gears that turn and power all things magical. Mm-hmm. We can see them in reality in these warforged, and we can see them beyond the planes in 
the interworkings of the laws that bind us to separate places. Okay. Well, that's very interesting. Um, and, and you said something, there are some blacksmiths that might be able to enchant some stuff for us? Uh, yes, yes, there's a okay. blacksmith or two that has some oh, divine worship to cord or something that can imbue weapons and armors. Okay, I think I might like to visit them, gang, before we go. Uh, see if I can, um, you know, fancy up this machete I, I'm carrying. You mentioned uh, mechanical, magical gears and, and things. Uh, I recovered uh, some mechanical armor, uh, some pieces of it, and I'll pull it out of my bag. Is this something you recognize or something you've worked on in the past on? Kind of looks at some of the pieces. Um, and as you take a look, it looks, you know, exactly like what, you know, kind of an older model of what Julia had on. Um, and he, you know, confirms that for you. I says, uh, oh, yes, this looks like that odd armor that Julia herself wore. Yeah. She told me one day that it was to help uh, quicken her reflexes for piloting through the planes which I thought was a bit of bupkis but it might work I don't know um, I mean she did but it looks like her 60 foot robot that's impressive she's sounding more and more dangerous uh, the more I know about her I mean anyone that can you know jump at a moment's notice away from you to a, another plane or another part of the world is not to be trusted in my opinion and that's what I told them do you know any means of keeping her in place? Should we confront her? Ah, you would need to be able to limit her casting ability. Um, sometimes that means, you know, that, that she has no access to her hands or able to verbally say uh, uh, words. Um, any sort of magic that requires jumping beyond this plane will require an attuned item. Hmm. Um, these are things to look out for, yes. So okay. Cut off her hands. Uh, Wolf uh, yeah, holds up his axe and he's like, no access to her hands, huh? Oh, <laughs> that's what I was just <laughs> Duly noted. Arthur, I think uh, you've done that before, haven't you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I used to chop off hands for a mad genie. Perfect. It sounds like we got, we got our team. Cool. It was pretty fun. You are a noble then, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing, um, we uh, found a large sum of uh, magical components. Um, we were under the impression perhaps you had been given a stipend to purchase some of these components. Oh yes, yes. Uh, what is it? Uh, you may. Uh, what, what, what have we got? What have we got cooking? Um, and you've got the carts outside. Uh, you can easily kind of show him um, the stuff oh, that you have. They're in my bag of holding. Thank you. Oh, they're in your bag of holding. There you go. I pull um, out one of them. There should be five of them, I believe. I need. I think you have four crates, and then Rip has one. The um, cart. Yeah. Um, and you kind of pull out the crate, and he goes through them. It's like ah. Oh. Interesting. These are some valuable pieces. Yes. Um, I mean, I could probably 
get 400 gold for this uh, crate here. If you've got more, uh, 400 apiece for the crates. These will be good. It will be put to good use. Well, it does seem like you're perhaps in need of some of these kinds of items. And I was thinking, and I kind of look over at Arthur, you know, maybe we could get a little better price for, you know, something like this. Uh, yes, if you, if you want to go ahead and give him a uh, persuasion check. I'll assist, maybe, by using smooth words and basically being like, yeah, the lords of Usma or something. <laughs> Brilliant. You have a way with words. Yeah. yeah. Half-handedly mention that you're a noble again and, uh, you know, kind of point over to some of the stuff he had underneath a cloth, you know, one of the cloths. Exactly. Uh, yeah, you can you can aid with that. Have I shown you my monogrammed napkin? <laughs> I don't have one. <laughs> it's going to be nine. Nine. Um, he, he looks at you and is and just kind of the group in general. Eight. As well. Eight. Um, I mean, I'm. they may be useful in the future. Um, perhaps when I'm back at the academy, uh, I could perhaps five or six hundred a crate but out here in the wastes you know there are sticky fingers about i can can't take the risk uh but i would be willing to part 400 a crate well i don't want to speak for everyone else but uh i think i'll hold on to my share for now yeah i'm gonna hold on to mine too uh, i i'm interested I think it uh, sounds like you, you drive a hard bargain, but I, I, I'm willing to go for it. So whatever whatever is is allowed to me to bargain with, I would do that. I don't know if I... It, were, were there enough crates for everyone to... Yeah, there are five crates total. Okay, perfect. So, yeah. So yeah, he'll, he'll buy the, the crates off you for 400 gold. Cool. Um... Mr. Ball, should I hold on to my share or should I offload it for some coin? Um, I mean, if you could use the gold now, I mean, take it. I'm probably going to turn this into some kind of magical equipment anyway. So uh, it makes right. sense to hold on it for me. All right, then. Uh, yeah, Tiernan, I'll take that 400 gold. Oh, fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, and he's got like a, his own kind of little bag of holding that he's, he's able to pull out uh, enough gold to pay you, pay, pay you with. Um, well, if that will complete uh, our business, um, was I supposed to pay you for the items? Yes. Uh, the Warforged Core. I can't remember. Yeah, absolutely. I do remember that they were worth about 1,200 gold apiece, but yes, we were I, willing I, to make a bargain with you. Well, Couldn't I come just, down I too just much. needed the one. Um... Yeah, well, well but you got no, two, Mister. We gave you two, so did you want the other one? Did you want the other one back? Gold. I think or, it's a two for one. Uh, excuse me, not two for one. Oh, no, two for one. No, 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 no. He doesn't speak deal. for us. Don't he doesn't speak for us. It's all or nothing. Uh, Twelve hundred gold. Because uh, that does sound about right for for what he was needing. Okay. Um, <laughs> and he puts the twelve hundred gold on the table like he's he's completed a deal. And was that um was that not our arrangement. Perhaps the other core then is worth some favors. 
Perhaps. 1,200 gold for the one split amongst us five ways. And then some favor. I don't know. Do we need favors? Yeah. I Always. Think, I think we definitely do. I, I prefer uh, the currency of favors, personally. I mean, you've treated me well, and you've brought your, your an odd living skull and, uh, and things necessary to complete my work. I mean... Perhaps you could make our I'm party excited. something... Make our party something cool and useful in exchange for this second core. Potentially, they, I, it will be uh, down the road a bit. I do have a bit of work to get done. But I will write down in my journal of favors plus one favor. That is a mighty no, no. sir. That's a post-it note, sir. And and what we is? didn't ask. We didn't ask for one favor. It's one favor per person. Oh. Um, I've already the ink is already dried. I the, grab his note the, and I crumple it up. Ball. Oh, oh, good. <laughs> and sir. I say one one favor per person. My I posted. mean, a twelve hundred gold favor for the party is not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm like a good deal. I'm wondering <laughs> the, uh, the favor should match the size of the gold. Your lab that might be of interest uh, to us that uh, you'd be willing to trade. Ah, uh, what are you looking for? I've got many machines for making Warforged, and give me enough time, I'll be able to make a working Warforged as easily as one ties their shoe. How about how about 1,200 favors? <laughs> I, yes, I'm an expert I, negotiator. They would have to be small, small favors at that point. No, they're each life-altering favors. Life-altering favors? 1,200 of them? Yeah, yeah we own you. <laughs> <laughs> well... Oh, I, I, mean, I know. I recant that. It's it's fine. I'm fine with the gold. All right. I know Scory is looking for uh, a, a magical weapon of sorts. Uh, I don't know if you have anything. I that make magic enhance a weapon, or understood. I, I the, like oh, I you said, you come we... across a lot of things in your uh, in your lab. People come to you, bring you things. I, I wanted mean, to they, find out. They they bring me. It's in bobs of, of Warforged. That's what I'm here for. Um, the, the blacksmiths, they, they know how to make magical weapons. They know how to make your blade sharper than a Can't tiger's have, tooth. Well, Professor Tiernan, perhaps with the supplies that we have afforded you, that once you have worked out the kinks of this first iteration of your Warforged, perhaps it goes to be of service to us in exchange for these pots, in exchange for the knowledge and uh, well, the very first one will be in service to the nation of Usama. And I am in service of the king of Usama. That By is proxy, fantastic. Uh, the, the king himself, though, is going to want a display of this. It's I I I understand you've you have helped me majorly in finding these pieces, but I serve higher masters than than mercenaries of the wastes. Is this King Henrik that you're talking about? Yes, yes, the High King. Huh. Uh, okay. Well, I don't serve, uh, I mean, I do serve King Heinrich. Um, As we all do. But I also serve something else. And perhaps a favor to him would go a long ways to you. So you give us the war portion, and then... I, I have this. The Warforged is for the king! Oh, good lord, Sonny. Let me finish my phrasing here. And then you get a, a dragon to help you like do some shit, you know? 
He's like a, he's a cool guy. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. You. I do not. I am not in any way in league with the Dragon Council. I have had this happen before. I have not. I have beseeched them once for a magical artifact. This is when I was in my youth. I do not work with the Dragon Council, and I never will. Never have. Never will. I am a noble of Usuma, and I'm not even suggesting anything like that, good sir. Well, good. I'm glad. Don't do... No, no, that's dust in your eye. I'm sure of it. <laughs> of course and he, it is. he kind of goes back to, to working on his, his machines. He puts on his goggles and starts working on uh, the Warforged and the uh, Florian uh, body as well. Uh, he's going to be hard All at work right. at that for the next couple of days at least. Um, I guess that's all there is to it. Yeah. And I think that is where we will leave for today's episode. Uh, thank you guys for joining us around our proverbial podcast table. I've been your host and DM Alex with me has been dash as wolf. Billy Michaels is Raffirian night Red is Arthur. Caleb is Scory Telbrun. And Milo is bull. Grab your swords and keep on adventuring. Follow us across all platforms with chaotic amateurs. Please subscribe, rate, and review our show on your podcast app of choice to help us climb the charts and find new adventurers. Or become a patron on Patreon to help our heroes continue their quest. Thank you for listening to Chaotic Amateurs. Chaotic Amateurs.